what a year it has been. So this pandemic and COVID business has been a bit of a mindfuck over the past couple of years. And personally, it's been a roller coaster of emotions, health issues and fluctuations, ups and downs, work and space. I do believe, though, out of adversity comes positivity or as I've Googled as such, Benjamin Franklin had said, out of adversity comes opportunity. The latter being the story of my life during the pandemic and not just work opportunity, but opportunity to have permission and allow myself to give myself permission to chill the hell out. <laughs> Anyone who knows me will tell you that I'm a bit of a superwoman in the sense of wanting and needing and always wanting to be busy, seizing opportunity at every turn and this superwoman complex is what has both made me and broken me. At the beginning of the pandemic, there was a push for us all to do something new or follow your dreams and do what you couldn't do before. And let's be honest, we all felt a little pressure to do something. And what was frustrating is that I did that for a while, but just didn't have the strength to continue with all that bluster. So I put a stop to it all, the unnecessary pressure on myself, and automatically felt better. Not having strength is not necessarily a bad thing. And something I heard from Kitty this year working on Pankali with Moxie Brawl was a phrase that was really changed my life now. Not having capacity right now. It's a phrase that bears so much weight and describes so much without taking away from a person's ability, but adds to their strength. Ownership of admitting and needing help or space is something I know as an artist I struggle with see superwoman complex. Being able to distance oneself from negativity or unnecessary pressure that with hindsight can be prevented and mitigated is a skill in itself and one, believe it or not, I'm trying to get better at. However, given my superwoman complex, old habits die hard, but hey, I'm trying. So enough about that. I just wanted to highlight a few things this year that I've really valued happening and experiencing. One, being able to go out to the cinema again. So I wouldn't call myself a film buff. However, I enjoy watching an eclectic range of films, highlights being, and bearing in mind, I haven't watched a whole bunch despite working in a cinema, but these were the ones of note just because I saw them recently. West Side Story and The Kingsman. I'll be posting reviews of all the films that I've had opinions about. They're mostly positive, as I'm not really interested in slating films or wasting time watching them just to review them. Two. Being able to go out and watch shows in the theatre, not through a screen. I'm not the best at going to see things because of time or money, or because I would only spend money on shows that pique my interest, or I have friends associated with it. So in doing so, I always end up bumping into people. For instance, Takeshi's Origami was part of Dance Umbrella, and I caught it at Arts Depot on the last day, and was sitting next to the legendary Freddy Adeyaboku. Then, a month later, I went to see Lanray's Samskari at The Yard in East London and bumped into East London dancer's Ruby Baker, who's producing the show. Now, I know Ruby from a while back, and that was really cool to see her. Now, this dude just deserves a little bit, just as a section for himself, because just a massive big up to Bota Seva, his creative team, and far from the norm for Black Dog, I went to see this as part of East London Dance's We Move creative program that is developing hip-hop artists and creatives. 
and the amount of people he brought together in a sold-out show at Sadler's Wells main stage show, it was mad. I was there until the end, just catching up with people and making plans and, you know, for the future. You know, watch this space for the reviews on these awesome shows. Big up to Lee Griffiths for making it all happen, keeping the hip-hop community visible and in development, constantly shouting out to new talent, repping artists and platforms. I was offered a place at Choreodrome 2020, but due to the pandemic and health issues, I wasn't able to pursue my residency that year. But celebrating the work during the residency of 2020, I went to see the Houston collectives like Mercury. I was just blown away, literally. I was blown away. Plus, I was finally able to meet Nathan Gearing from The Rational Method in person, another dude who deserves just a section for himself, which leads on to three. Queen Bitch, the spoken word dance film that I was fortunate enough in 2020 to get funding for, to make with the help of The Rational Method, Chisato Minamamura, Becky Barry, and 12 amazing dance artists who pulled together to make it happen at the height of the pandemic. Queen Bitch bookended the year, premiering at Unlimited Festival at South Bank in January, and online with Together 2012 CIC's Disability Film Festival, winning a CAT Award for Best Dance Film. All of which I couldn't have been able to do without Nathan Gearing's insight, support, guidance, collaboration, and so much, so much I can't even describe. It was so amazing that we connected via Facebook through Louise Catarega and was completely online for a year because of the pandemic. So we finally met in person a year later after collaborating at Artists for Artists event, showcasing Cy Rawlingson and Emma's, Emma Houston's work through Choreodrome. It was explosive and mad with hugs and amazing conversation and drinks and future plans. We met again when I visited Theatre Delhi in Sheffield en route home from rehearsals in Nottingham. And oh my goodness, what an amazing dude. Just the sheer advocacy of his work and the core of his dedication to promoting and supporting black artists in his community with the hip hop and access. And I'm always so honored and grateful to have been able to collaborate with such a giant in all aspects of his work. Just an awesome, humble dude that I could have a drink with. Punk Alley, number four. Punk Alley. So, this amazingly inclusive show was my first performance opportunity in two years. I was incredibly rusty, hadn't danced in a while, and also traveling situation was mad. There were ups and downs, and there will be a blog about this, but I have to say, meeting some incredibly talented people in Gaz Tomlinson, Emily, and Jacob for the first time, and reuniting with Kitty, who I hadn't danced with since 2012, and of course, Sarah Blanc and Lulu, Lula, who I hadn't met before. And I haven't worked with Sarah since 2016. A super fun, glittery, music-packed family show where I got to play the drums, dance and sing, the rock star life I'd envisioned for myself way back when. So, in conclusion, my year was jam-packed, full of activity, resembling some sort of career trajectory, and I'm so excited to be having meaningful, productive and ambitious thoughts and conversations to launch me into 2022. Ideas are buzzing. I'm both knackered and hyped to step, or roll, 
into 2022. Watch this space and we'll see what grows out of the tidbits and ambition born from my head. Bring on 2022. Raise a glass to the new year, to the possibilities, opportunities, friendships, partnerships and awesomeness that awaits us. Let's have you 2022.